What If You Knew podcast. Real life lessons from those who have already learned them. Produced by Coastal Alabama Community College Ambassadors. With support provided by the Baldwin County Community Alliance. Yo, 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 yo. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of What If You Knew. I'm Christopher Kelly. And I'm Malia Matheny. And today we're going to be discussing mental health with one of the Coastal Ambassadors, Mr. Roddy, Roddy Butts. How y'all doing today? I'm Roddy Butts, and I'm one of the ambassadors in the Coastal Alabama. All right, so like I said, today's episode is going to be on mental health. So we got a quick overview topic. So the CDC defines mental health as our emotional, psychological, and social well-being. It affects how we think feel and act mental health is important at every stage of life from childhood to adulthood a mental health concern becomes a mental issue illness when there's an ongoing sign and symptoms that inhibit one's ability to function on a daily so one in one in five u.s adults experience mental health issues each year one in six u.s youth age from 6 to 17 experience a mental health disorder each year and 50% of all lifetime mental ish illness be, um, begins at the age of 14 and 75% by the age of 24. So now we're going to go into a portion of mental health myth or fact. I want a little bit of y'all talking back to me. Our first one is suicide is the second leading cause of death among people ages 15 to 34 in the United States. Myth or fact? I say that's a fact. Correct. Suicide is the 10th leading cause of death overall for all of the U.S. It accounts for more than double the number of lives lost in homicide. The second one is people with mental health are violent. Myth or fact? I say that's a myth. Correct. People with mental illness actually are 10 times more likely to be victims of a violent crime rather than to be violent themselves. Third one, children don't experience mental health problems. Myth or fact? Uh, That's definitely a myth. You are very correct. Very young children can show signs of mental health concerns. Less than 20% of children and adolescents with diagnosable mental illnesses actually receive the treatment they truly need. So now I'm going to ask you a few questions, Roddy. At what moment did you realize that your mental health was playing a major role in your daily life? Um, I would probably say it was the day before my 17th birthday Mm -hmm. and my grandfather wasn't doing well and I kind of knew it was coming, but at the same time, you can't really prepare yourself for that. Well, I woke up the day of my birthday and found out he passed away. And then that day, naturally, of course, it was hard. Mm-hmm. But I didn't start feeling the effects of that until like probably a month or two after it. And I started like not wanting to get up, not wanting to eat, not wanting to sleep. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to go to football practice. I didn't want to do anything, anything like that. I would skip weight training. I would skip anything I could skip. I had ISS, which I'd never had in my entire life. And it just became a daily struggle to do stuff that I love. And right. Chris went to school with me in Sarah Lynn. He can kind of confirm during that time I was – off and struggled with a lot of stuff and he was one of the people that actually knew right mental health takes a big toll on just those little tiny tasks throughout day-to-day life my next question is when did you decide to seek out professional help 
And what did that look like for you specifically? Never have and never will. See, and another thing I actually want to talk about this is the side of men's mental health with mm -hmm. it. As a man, I feel like you can't seek help because you have to be strong. You are the provider for your family um, and all these other stuff. Like if I talk to Chris, it's because I trusted him. Mm -hmm. But if I didn't talk to anybody, I was like, okay, that's normal everyday life. And people expect that. I feel like in society that if a woman goes to like a therapist or something and asks for help, it's like, okay, that's expected. But if a man does like, whoa, why are you asking for help? Because right. like in my family, it's do something or handle your own business. You're a man, grow up. Don't, you can't be hurt. You can't be upset. Deal with your own stuff. Don't, don't talk to people. That's how it is. So why do you think that men's mental health is makes it so much harder to seek professional help rather than being a woman seeking professional help. I feel like it's just standards that were set by the generation before us because with the way my dad acts, he doesn't cry. He never asks any questions. He never asks for help on anything. I've never I've seen him cry three times in my life that I can remember when I killed my first deer, when I killed my first turkey, and the day his grandfather died. That was it. And he's never asked me for help. He's never asked my stepmom for help. He never asked my mom for help when they were married. So I feel like, and his dad, I know for a fact, he didn't really say he loved him or anything like that. So when I've been growing up, he's always been sure to tell me he loved me and all that stuff. And it's made a huge impact. But at the same time, I feel like I can't talk to my dad because I'll feel like, okay, I'm letting him down. So I feel like as a man and you grow up in the society, especially down here in the South, it's more like the man is the head of the household. The man is in charge of everything and the man ha can't be weak. So I feel like society set those standards. Yeah, that's good, man. So to all the viewers out there, what advice would you give to them about how to handle mental health? Find something that you love to do. Even, even though it's hard to get up sometimes or hard to eat, hard to sleep, hard to do anything like that, and your mind's racing, go do something you love to do. Like for me, when football season came back around, it was actual football. I was good. I had something to keep my mind off it. I had practice. I had games. I had all the camaraderie with all the players I was friends with. And then I had deer season, I had turkey season, I had fishing. I had stuff I could get my mind off of it with. Yeah. And hanging out with friends is another thing too. Like just just be around people you love and you care about. And for the love of God, talk to somebody. I know it's hard to, and I still struggle with it to this day, that if I don't want to talk to somebody, I'm not going to talk. But when I get to a certain point, I have to talk. And when I talk, I feel like 10 times better. Even if they don't say anything back, just be there to listen to somebody if they need to talk. And like you said, we grew up going to the same school together. So me and Roddy, we will basically be up, like all around like each other all the time at Sarah. So if you, if anybody saw us in the hallway together, I mean, like that's why, because we had that close brotherhood. And just the fact that even I could even trust him to go to him with stuff that probably certain people in my life don't even know about. And it's just how you handle it, how you handle the situation of just trying to seek help in certain areas in order for you to grow and get better. I will say that um, the men's mental health and women's mental health definitely look very different from each other because like in my own experience, um, I went through a death as well and I lost my best friend. And so I understand that death aspect and how hard it takes a toll on you. And for me, it was easier to go seek that treatment and go see a therapist. And I've been seeing a therapist for as long as I can remember, because in society, I feel like it's more 
okay for women to reach out for help, reach out for medication. And like, for example, like your dad and how like you never really see him show emotions. Like I grew up with a single mom and until she got remarried. And so I saw those emotions from a woman's aspect. And so I feel like it definitely looks like two different ways, but at the end of the day, like we all deal with mental health problems. Like we all deal with hard things in our day-to-day life and hard events. And it really comes down to like, as a whole, how do we all reach that treatment option for us that's most specifically designed for us? So here's my question. My question to all of you as college students um, is what can we do as college students to push the issue of seeking help? How can we break the barrier of hiding things or not feeling safe or not seeking professional help? What can we do to break the barriers and let young people know that it's okay before they have that massive breaking point? So one of the things, one of the issues that clearly is in our generation today is that we have so much pride built up in ourselves that we feel like that we can handle it on our own, that we don't need anybody's help. We're grown. We can handle it. We don't need mommy, daddy to hold our hands, but you have to see within yourself to the, to the point to where I need to go ahead and get help. We have to come out of ourselves in order to get better. You can't just go ahead and expect for somebody to go ahead and put a plate right in front of you whenever like you're that close to going off the cliff like you're about to get run over by a train and then all of a sudden somebody go ahead offer your plane go go ahead offer you like help and so you just gotta go like seek help in certain areas like that i would say it's definitely important um to really press the issue of seeking that treatment and being open arms to somebody to have that conversation because it's it's definitely hard to find comfort in the uncomfortable but when you seek help and you just even talk to a friend or like for example Victoria like a big person that has a big influence on your life those people are able to truly help you deep down and so I think it really comes down to being able to find comfort in the uncomfortable situations. Yeah, I feel the same way when it comes to Victoria and being able to be uncomfortable or comfortable in those uncomfortable situations. Um, when I first came to Coastal, I really didn't have anyone but Chris. And I can without a doubt say on the retreat, me and Malia got close. I got closer with different people and I also got close with Victoria. Well, kind of. But anyways she's always been that person I can kind of like go to and just like rant to about my classes or listen to her rant about something or go in the office and just do my work. And it, it's helped a lot. And as you, as Chris said, amen. Definitely has a point to that one. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> Same thing. Malia said, she's just been an outlet for all of us students to like go and get our emotions out or our anger out or our happiness out, whatever it happens to be that day of the week, it, it changes daily with the college student. But here's one thing I'd like to say on all of this guy, girl, man, woman, old lady, old man, if you are struggling with something, please reach out to somebody or please at least talk to somebody you trust and try and get help. I know it's hard, especially as a man, and especially sometimes it's hard for a woman to trust somebody that they've never talked to and tell them their problems. But even I, as a man, I know I've probably needed help in the past. And 
and it was hard for me to do this podcast i'll be honest but it's made me be able to tell my story and get it out there and it's got a lot of stuff off my chest so i feel better doing it so please man woman child old lady old man like i said get help if you can or talk to somebody that you care or that you know cares about you and you know will listen and just do what you can to get help and so another thing that i would like to go ahead and point out is whenever you're trying to get help you do have to find somebody that you trust but especially in our generation don't try to go to somebody that's is like the same age as you always try to seek like somebody who's uh, like older than you like somebody some adult that you can trust that won't go ahead and just put your all your all the stuff that you've been talking about like out in the open for everybody to know about you just got to go ahead and just try to find somebody like that because that'll help a lot I just want to say thank you, Roddy, for coming in today and just talking to us about your struggle with mental health and how you you dealt with that on your own and the process of how hard it's been and how far you came. And I just want to say to the viewers out there, there's plenty of resources and people that you can reach out to. All right, that concludes our episode for What If You Knew Mental Health Session. Uh, session. I'm Christopher Kelly. And I'm Malia Matheny. And we'll see you guys later.